there, single lady. I am so glad that you are here as always. Today is one of those episodes that I really wish I didn't have to do because it's about manipulation. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I am going to give you seven ways that you can tell if a man is manipulating you. The reason I'm not excited about this is because I really wish we didn't even have to address these things in our dating and relationship life. But the reality is, is that these things are are realities, and we need to be aware of how to maneuver men who are not healthy so that we can find that trustworthy, marriage-minded man, all right? And even if you're thinking, I'm not being manipulated right now, or I've never been in a relationship that has been manipulative or a guy hasn't manipulated me, you still want to stay tuned because you never know when you're going to need this information, all right? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Okay, here we go for the seven ways that you can tell if a man is manipulating you. Now, as I go through these, I encourage you not just to think within the context of a relationship that you're in, but maybe if you're just getting to know a guy, maybe if you've just gone out with him a few times, perhaps when you've been in a relationship with a guy for a while, or even if you want to break up with him and leave, because all of these manipulation tactics can apply to every stage of a dating relationship from the beginning when you're just getting to know a guy until the end of that relationship. All right, so the first one is gaslighting. My guess is that you've probably heard this phrase before because it's a common phrase that we're hearing a lot these days. So gaslighting is a technique that undermines what you know to be reality. So when someone a man, in this case, is gaslighting you, you might second guess yourself or your memories, like what you think really happened or a recent event or your perceptions about something that happened. So after you communicate with a guy or anybody else who's gaslighting you, you might feel like confused, like, was I wrong? Am I going crazy? Did I imagine that? Did he really say that? Because is that they're going to make you second guess yourself? So a man might tell you that you're to blame for something, or he might tell you that you're just being too sensitive because that's the way that he gains control over you. So according to verywellmind.com, gaslighting can confuse you, and it can even cause you to question your judgment or your self-worth, or like I said, even your overall mental health. So it might be helpful to hear these phrases. Here are a few that a man might use. So I didn't say that, or that's not what I meant, or you misunderstood, or you don't remember what really happened, or you always twist what I say, or you're losing it and you've forgotten about what really occurred. So in the case when you're trying to leave a relationship, a man might attempt to get you to stay by using some of these tactics. And you might even start thinking, well, it's really not that bad. Or you might be thinking, well, I've just got this all wrong. It's all in my head, right? So that's a way that a guy can manipulate you to stay. The second way that a man can try to manipulate you is what is called convenient neediness. So when things don't go your guy's way, maybe he'll do something to get your care and support. 
and in some cases, maybe to get you to stay. This is a form of manipulation. A guy might even use neediness to redirect you so that you don't get what you want, but he gets what he wants. So he may distract you. For example, let's say that you want to have a serious conversation with your guy. Maybe there's something you want to talk about. Maybe you're even going to break up with him and he knows this, but he doesn't want to do that. So what he does is he says he doesn't feel well just to get out of it, right? To prolong it a little bit longer. So he switches things up. He tells you that he doesn't feel well. So now all of a sudden you're the one who's caring for him instead of him caring for you. Another way that convenient neediness can show up is that maybe he becomes angry or clingy when you don't give him what he wants. Maybe he gets upset, for example, when you make plans with family and friends, and he tells you that he needs you and you can't leave him. He's doing this to try to control you and to keep you away from the most important people in your life. Convenient neediness, right? You don't want to just think, okay, he's conveniently needy when this shows up one time. But if this is a pattern and something that you see, you want to pay attention to it. The next one is something that we've heard. It's emotional blackmail. And it's really, really ugly. So a man or anybody can really do this, like I said, may try to make you feel fear or obligation or guilt for some sort of boundary or decision that you've made. For example, I've heard of people doing this when they want to commit suicide. Now, when someone says, I'm going to kill myself if you do X, Y, Z, right? We don't want to just ignore them. We want to get them some help, but we also want to recognize that that person is trying to manipulate us. Or someone may hang something over your head, like a conversation or a secret that you shared with them. As a way of trying to scare you to do what they want you to do. And that is a huge red flag. He might say, well, if you do X, then I'm going to do Y. If you don't stay with me, then I'm going to hurt myself. If you walk out that door right now, then I'm going to let that secret out that you told me about, right? So this is emotional blackmail and definitely a red flag. The next way that a man may try to manipulate you is that he wants you to prove that you love him. So if a guy is always wanting you to prove your love, if he's really needy this way, watch out because maybe he's going to use phrases like, if you really loved me. And this, if you love me, can come out in phrases like, if you really loved me, you would do the dishes. If you really loved me, then you would let me go on that hunting trip. If you really loved me, then you would have sex with me. Or if a man compares you to someone else and says something like, you don't love me as much as my last girlfriend, that is also manipulation designed to make you feel guilty, as are all of these if you love me phrases. So it's a way to prod you or shame you into doing something that you don't want to do or you shouldn't have to do because you're feeling shame and guilt. Another form of manipulation are really dramatic statements, like maybe a man will say, you're the only person I've ever loved, right? Let's say that you're getting ready to break up with a guy, he knows it, he, and he's going to pull on your heartstrings and play on any kind of shame or guilt or empathy that you have in order to get you to stay. 
I'm not going to be able to live without you. You are the only one who's ever been good to me and makes me feel like I'm special. So if a man is using techniques like this, maybe he's even complimenting you in a way, right? Like you're the only one who's ever loved me, but really it's a way to shame you into staying or to doing what he wants. And that's a really bad sign. The next one is that he won't take no for an answer. Let's say that you are, again, trying to leave a relationship, and he's saying, you know, I love you, you're the only one I've ever loved. That is not a requirement for you to stay, right? You don't need to stay with a man out of guilt or because you're afraid that you're going to hurt him. When I hear women say to me, well, I just don't want to hurt his feelings, You want to remember that when you stay with someone, when you know you should not be staying with them, you're really not helping them because you're not helping them grow and you're also keeping yourself from growing. Sometimes the best thing that we can do for someone is to say, no, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out. And sometimes a guy may present that he loves you, you're the only one for him, all this kind of stuff in an attempt to manipulate you and to create a lot of emotion in a situation, a lot of high chemistry, high intensity, because he doesn't want you to be able to think through the pros and cons of a situation. He wants you to make a decision in the heat of a moment when emotions are high, when you're upset, when you're crying, whatever it is, and pull on your heartstring. Another way that a guy can try to manipulate you is by playing the victim. And when someone is a victim, they feel powerless, right? It's marked by a general sense of unhappiness or someone feels like the things that go on in their life, that they're not their fault. It's always somebody else's fault. They're always going to deflect blame and responsibility. And this can lead to a lot of serious problems in a relationship. So lots of times, not always, but lots of times, victim mentality is something that's formed in childhood, and it's a way to cope with unpleasant circumstances. Or someone just comes to believe that they are a victim, maybe because they were bullied when they were a kid or they never got what they wanted. So someone who has a victim mentality, they're often not open to suggestions for improvement. Like you try to talk to your guy and tell him how he can you know, make things better in his life, he's not going to listen to you. Or... He always insists that something is your fault, that it's not ever his fault. And this is a way of wearing you down because it's a way of being passive aggressive so that he can get his own way. If you are in a relationship with someone who has a victim mentality, lots of times what you'll find yourself doing is feeling guilty, like you're always building them up, like you'll be taking care of them all the time because you're kind of walking on eggshells because if you don't do it their way, you will feel that right in your relationship. It's going to affect them. They're going to get upset. They're going to blame you. So here's a scenario. Let's say that you want to go to a movie with a girlfriend And your guy says, you know, how could you do that? He needs your help. He can't do this or that. And so you feel guilty. You end up helping him, not out of a sense of love, not out of a sense of, hey, this guy's my friend and I want to help him, but out of a sense of obligation. Someone who is a victim may also always play the it was your fault card during a disagreement or an argument, or maybe when you set a boundary They're like, how could you hurt me like that, right? It's always your fault. And it's a way to make you feel like you're bad or you're unworthy. And for them, like I said, not to take responsibility for their own actions. And then you're going to feel like you always have to apologize. 
there was a guy that I dated in my, I think it was my late 30s. And as I got to know him, I noticed that he was jealous and possessive. And I knew I needed to break up with him. And I went to a counselor to talk to her about it. And I said, I don't know how to do this. And she said, what you need to do is you need to tell him, I'm sorry, uh, this is over between us. And you need to tell him not to call you anymore. So when I reached out to him to tell him, sorry, you know, we need to break up. This isn't going to work for me. Please don't call me anymore. He played the victim. He's like, no one else can help me. Like, I'm going to have to have surgery and there's nobody else who can help me recover. Like, who's going to help me? You're the only one who can do it for me. And good thing, because I had gotten some sound advice from this counselor, she told me, do not allow yourself to be manipulated and pulled back into that situation. And so I said, I'm really sorry that you're going to have to go through that, but you know, it's over between us. And I felt liberated because what I also realized was is that staying, like I said, wasn't going to be good for either one of us. And it definitely wasn't going to be good for me. There were things I needed to do in my life and stuff that I wanted to accomplish in my life and goals that I had. And I recognized that staying in a dysfunctional, unhealthy relationship was going to prevent me from moving forward. All right, even though this wasn't a fun topic, I hope it's been encouraging to you. And as always, I just really hope you're encouraged to remember that even though there's all this stuff out there, sometimes guys can be manipulative, sometimes women can be manipulative, sometimes relationships can be messy. It still really is possible for you to have the love that you hope for and the dream that you have to love and be loved really is possible. All right, and as we close, as always, remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, please.